Hello and welcome to a, the 100th episode of Dinkswood Kings. Yay! Before we, we get into tonight's episode, it. I want to remind everybody that we are in fact on social media. For 100 episodes, we've been there, and for 100 more, we'll be there again. At Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I am your host, uh, John Andera, and with me, as always, are the two very most amazing, my favorite people in the world. I couldn't imagine doing a podcast with anybody else. Uh-huh. Uh, Miss Rebecca and Mr. Shep. Hello, everyone. Happy 100th. Good evening. Ooh. Are we still here? I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> because people you, love um, us and I love you. <laughs> Did you just ask why are we still here? How? Yeah, just, yeah, how? How? Because how? people love us and we love sex and kink. And yeah. so that is why we are still here. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Nobody yeah. has sent us hate mail yet, so it's fine. <laughs> no, no hate mail. The only time we get like negative mail is like, hey, you guys missed a week. Because I was like, well, yeah, yeah, we missed a week because we're trying to get back on track and we take a little breaks here and there. Uh, but no, this we have a life. What? Our 100th episode. And yeah, Cup I got is on it. If, if it doesn't post, she's like, hey, what happened to the episode? <laughs> I got no puns. I got no um, what? junk to talk about tonight. Nothing. No, I got no, nothing why, for tonight. Why? It's a why? real. I figured, um, it's a real I figured you would. I feel like you would stick it to us. Stick it to them. Yeah. Stick them. I feel like you would have stuck it to us, yeah. Listen, I've just been an absolute prick. Um, I, I just kind of want to pierce this subject tonight and get real in there and and get to the um, it's like the so, needle of the situation. So what are like we talking says about? No puns tonight? tonight, and yet he's just like shallow, shallow, yet. We are talking needle play tonight. Needle play. Everything from everything from medical fetish to piercing to tattoo fetish. I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna cover a lot tonight. Mm-hmm. There is so much for tonight. Um, so of course, needle play. It is the act of using needles to derive uh, pleasure from oneself. I it be a piercing needle, a, a medical needle, or a tattoo needle. Uh, to create a physical reaction in one's body or the sight of it on someone else's skin. I've I've seen a lot of pictures in my research this week, and they Mm -hmm. are impressive. Very, they are impressive. (laughs) So have you guys ever had personal experience with this, uh, like kink and all that, Shep, Rebecca? No! I don't know. Like you said, tattoos. I, yeah. I mean, I have a tattoo. I got my tattoo, and I want another one. But I wouldn't say that that's a fetish. That I get like no, 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 like, not from the fetish know. aspect. No, no. no. And aspect. and when I, when I say uh, tattoo fetish, I don't mean fetish for tattoos and ink on the skin, but the actual sensation of getting the tattoo. The needlings. Yeah. The, the needling. No, I, ha- needle, I don't. Needle, um, needle, needle. No, I, I haven't had any personal experience with this. So, I mean, I've stuck myself several times, but I haven't. I haven't done it in a sexual way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will go ahead and admit, uh, this is actually one of my things that make me incredibly uncomfortable. Like, I have no problem with the kink itself, and if somebody has the kink, 
that is fine. I have the opposite reaction though. I do not derive pleasure. I am the worst shot taker in the world. I can't make, I, and I, anytime I have to go give blood or go get any type of thing where I have to get a shot or something like that, I'll, I'll shut up tell them like, I'm not going to make eye contact with you. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to watch what you're doing. I need to be over here. I'm going to be on my phone trying to distract myself. So worst, See, I'm, worst I'm different. In, in the world, huh? Do you do you wake up on the floor sometimes after getting a needle in the arm? Uh, when I was a kid, yeah. No. Uh, hmm. Honestly, See, I have. I, like, I, uh, the opposite. I love watching them when they do the IVs. I love watching the IVs. I love watching them to draw blood. I just think it's fascinating. Um, I do. I think it's it's interesting, but I I don't not in a sexual way, but in a it's 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 a, it's fun to watch. I like to watch it. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And you know, the more we... Wait. Now, Shep, you asked me a question. Have you woken up after getting a shot on the floor? Of course. Me and me needles don't do well together. Oh, okay. So we got two people on here. Am I the only Ooh. one that's like, yeah, needles? Woo! <laughs> oh I think I think so. At least at least on this cast. Oh, uh, this is actually a okay. very popular fetish. Um, though, like, actually looking up, like, the medical cause or, like, you know, like, I've been trying to do more of the psychology of uh, things. It's actually really hard to research. There's not a lot of research, at least that I was able to find in a week's time, out there for this fetish. But I've read some, like, interviews and what people really get about it and kind of the um, allure of it, if it makes sense. Like the sensation and mm -hmm. where someone would develop such fetish. Um, that being said, so I, I do want to preface it. I am not kink shaming anyone for the needle fetish. I can't help that I have a very f bad phobia of them. Um, but I did my research. I looked up stuff and I was woozy the entire time. And I, but I'm proud of you for doing it. And I, it. I don't have a phobia. My my body just doesn't like them. <laughs> mm. Oh no! I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. I mentally and physically don't like them so um well, let's dive right into it um okay probably one of the more uh, popular aspects of this fetish is the medical needle I, I saw a lot of kits out there for needle play you can mm -hmm. actually go out and buy them with instructions of how to use them sexually and where to play with a lot of times uh male genitalia like a lot of the content i saw was genitalia with uh, needle piercings through them, and I don't mean like your typical um, typical needles, but the long uh, hypodermic needles. See, I had the exact opposite when I did mine. It was all artistic. Like they had all the mm. medical needles, all in these elaborate patterns, and they were actually it was it was quite fascinating because they were they were all like hearts and mandala like thing. It was just tons of them. I didn't even see any genitals i saw all backs and arms and legs and that's that's what i saw well i mean absolutely you have to figure this this stuff is like a visual aspect of it is so much and i think a lot of times when i've seen it in real life like at purgatory shows or the fetish shows we've done it has been like on the back and usually done by a lot of people the same um, people who very much enjoy uh suspension uh, i don't mean the suspension bondage but the actual like me hook suspension. Um, mm -hmm. Does that count as needle play? Needle play uh, is a gateway drug to 
suspension hooks. <laughs> this is suspension. Yeah, really is. I mean, pretty pretty much, yeah. And and that's what it is. It's your body derives sexual pleasure from that very pinpoint. And I'm that sounds like a pun, but I'm not. That pinpoint. No, it didn't. Nerve reaction. You're good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's that is definitely a like. You pre- you pre- that's definitely a different sensation. It's like acupuncture. Yeah. Oh, and people with this fetish do. Um, do very much enjoy needle play. I mean, I mean acupuncture. Acupuncture. Sorry, I am. I'll focus on needles, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think it's okay. It is not something that I'm into, but it is something that the like the more I did my research, it, it was, it was just, it was beautiful in one of those ways that is not ordinary does that make sense like yeah the the way that they had this art like though i feel like that would be very painful i can see where the sensation like the maybe these people like like not a lot of people like paddling and they don't like that sensation but these people who are part of needle play like that sensation and so i can see where people would be into it Absolutely. Uh, the physical aspect of this is very much a pain receptive play. Uh, you get, you become aroused by the sharp sensation of the needle play and surface nerves, because like I said, most most of the needle work you see and most of the needle play you see, um, you do see, is very subdermal and very close to the surface. It's not like they're not jabbing the needle directly into mm-hmm. you. It's usually coming in one way and out the other, similar to a piercing. Yeah. Uh, like your standard. It all looks very piercing like, or... yeah. Mm. So I think a lot of that. And then you have the visual aspect of it, which would be the manipulation of the skin, the elevation of the needle inside there, and then the penetration of a needle going inside the skin. There there's so much to really unwrap when it comes to this kind of kink. Uh just visual aspect and yeah people make art with it it's very similar it's very it reminds me very much of shibari because like shibari is just artistic bondage it is so yeah so it's not like oh yeah the difference between sticking somebody and making art from it (laughs) yeah and uh fun fact of i was actually going um starting to do a process where i was trusting a needle play uh, giver to help me slowly try to uh, numb my body to that uh, needle so that I was having them start to put needles in my arm very slowly and surely to get my body actually used to them so I don't have those uh, reactions and offices anymore. But in my research, in my research, I found that actually people with needle phobias try to, are actually try to do the skink and get into the skink because they're trying to face their fear or they enjoy the scare arousal uh, sensation of the chemicals in your brain. So. Oh, absolutely. I, I would 100% uh, go on a limb and say that most people with this fetish uh, use immersion therapy and or the same reaction like the same reaction i get from seeing a needle go into somebody it's probably the same chemical it's just it affects 
you know, the way my body reacts to that chemical is different than the body, the way mm-hmm. their body reacts to it, which means I'm like very, uh, sort of like eye to eye with them. Like, I'm like, I get it. Yeah. I get the visceral reaction I have with it. And you apply that to just the chemicals in your brain. I'm like, I can see, I can, I can completely understand. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to see, but I feel, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here buddy. Mm. Feel it. <laughs> I, I honestly cannot, I don't, I don't like that type of pain sensation. So like, I, and I think that's where it really boils down to because I have the phobia and I don't enjoy the pain. I think if, if one or the other were different, especially the actual, uh, pain, um, reception to it, I think I probably would have this fetish because my body reacts to it. So if I enjoyed it and it made my heart race. I mean, we've talked a thousand times. What is orgasm? But uh, your heart racing and your body flooding it with chemicals, and your body going, "Oh yeah, let's oh run, yeah, let's run, let's run. oh yeah, you betcha." Mm. Oh yeah, unlike me, I flood, I flood, it floods my head and I flood the bed. <laughs> wow, that's the best pun in a hundred episodes, y'all. I'm just gonna say Yay! we're not gonna, we're not gonna top that one. <laughs> well, yeah, she really hit us with a wave there. Oh, over and over. <laughs> Put out all those steamy fires. <laughs> so, this is a fetish that involves needles and into flesh. So, researchers, tell us of the safety precautions. Well, like with any, well, I mean, we're not ready for safety yet. We're only, we're, we're, we're not, the safety we usually do at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, but, because I still have some more talk about, like, the psychology of it. I'm just... I'm working myself through it slowly, okay? Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to bear humor. I am seeing your face and I am seeing how uncomfortable you are. And I am trying so hard, but you gotta you gotta hurry up. Step this up. I'm I can only have so many. I buttons. know. <laughs> we, I get you. And but I think that's why I really do understand this fetish really well is because of my reaction to it. And so when I'm looking at the psychology of it, uh, this is probably a fetish you developed very early on. Uh, typically you recognized your infinity for uh, that pain pleasure and you associate it with uh, have you guys ever been and got a bad IV and by a bad IV I mean they stuck you 14 times to get it in a vein Mm. I've had I've had two different types of bad um, bad sticks John, you and our parents sticks, are not nurses. That, that's how they that's how they called them. They called them sticks. And um, yeah. one is she couldn't find any vein to put it in, so she literally poked me ten times, then turned my arm over and tried to poke my hand like a million times, and that was awful. And then the other time is when they actually went all the way through, and I was bruised um, all the way up my arm. Oh, absolutely. And I've also had very bad experiences. One of my appendix was going out. Of course, I was already squirming because I was delirious, but they just could not find a line placement. And this is still while I'm in my very developmental stage of, you know, learning what really turns me on or really turns me off. So if I had that type of stimuli, now this is not a situation where a normal person, even if you had that fetish, would be aroused because a lot of people can separate uh, pleasure from uh, annoyance and 
and honestly, um, when they were doing it, they were poking me over and over again, and it, I could feel it. I could feel every little pinprick, and that's kind of when I think people start developing, or it, I wouldn't say developing, but realizing this might be a thing. Um, and I bet or, it starts you know, out slow too. Like you just start out like you just little as a kid, you have a pin, and it's just like pushing the end. I'm sure. Oh, of course. And uh, my mom had uh, sewing sets. And who here did not take a sewing needle and put it through the dead skin? Of the top you, you of your hand, just of a your little finger? bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who did this... do that? Exactly. But this is that's how you discover you have this fetish. Because if you don't stop doing that and you keep going on it, and you watch yourself, and you can maybe go a little deeper. A little farther in and you're getting a little more excited each time and and that's how it builds up like a lot of times you you wonder where these kinks can develop like it's where all, could you possibly it all starts with a little brick it always does it always does usually ends it with one too does. Um, yep. <laughs> and with this one you know every person probably did that like well i know a lot of people did that where they would stick the needle between like they had a sewing needle because especially growing up when we grew up everybody had sewing needles sewing was still very 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 popular not that it's not popular now but it was Mm -hmm. very popular at the time and how could you not you were literally doing something to entertain yourself and freak out your friends or your siblings like look i'm needle fingers (laughs) Oh, I used to do that all the time. I'm needle finger. Look at oh, me. Why didn't it not surprise you used to do that all the time? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we need to get like a little voodoo doll of John and be like, okay, show us where the needle touched you. It's okay. <laughs> always my fingertips. I always did it on my fingertips. But this, that, I didn't get a reaction for that. But if I had this kink, I, I cannot for the life of me believe that someone with this kink didn't try that, realize it gave them the wowzers in their trousers that they may not have understood at the time, but they kind of wanted to repeat it and they dive down this hole. This is one of those kings where you're like, I can trace that. I can absolutely trace where this came from. Mm-hmm. So. And of, like, <laughs> of course, with like any kink, it is absolutely a perfect storm of chemicals in your brain. Just, just That's how your brain works. You have to have one, and not an aversion to it. Uh, Your body has to remain conscious through it. And I don't mean conscious, you know, like, oh, I fainted because I was in so much pleasure, but I fainted because it scares me so much. My body just says, nope, you're going to faint goat out of this. (laughs) Um, You have to have that chemical reaction of pain stimuli. You are either aroused by your own pain or the pain of your partner or any random person. Uh, hopefully consensual and you're not like a serial killer. Um, <laughs> How do you know, John? How do you know or not? I don't. Or which doctor really that was don't. really into voodoo dolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. I wonder if people like that's a role play that happens. If you're like into needles, you're like, oh, I want to be your voodoo doll pinprick me with the needles because that's what you always see with the voodoo doll. And I don't want to insult uh, the voodoo religion by any stretch of the means it is a valid religion but I'm talking about how it was portrayed in like you know 
the 1980s films and television, you know, the voodoo dolly. I mean, it could have been as simple as, you know, I want to be your dolly and put you, put your voodoo on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or stick your voodoo in me. Yeah, that'll work. That works. Good. So, remember that. All right, so now I think we're finally at a place where we can talk a little safety. Because there are not many kinks where we have to have a very serious discussion mm-hmm. on safety. This is definitely one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the very first thing you want to recognize is do not do this willy-nilly. Do not just start jabbing yourself with needles. Um, recognize the appropriate areas for needle play. There are many videos and tutorials on the internet. I highly suggest watching more than just one. Watch several. Mm-hmm. And from various people. Because, you know, I always say, people, when you're learning something new and you're going to learn it from the internet, watch six videos from six different people. Find everything that had in common. And that's usually your common ground. Yep. Um, <laughs> This is one you don't just go in, um, just find any needles. That's just like, oh, hey, like any, you had, there are, there are kits, there are needles that are um, hygienic and they are sterilized and they are safe for you to use in this type of play. So uh, they are out there and you can get them. Um, just don't, I mean, you don't just find one in your house and say, let's do this because you can get infections that way. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Uh, same thing I give at, uh, if you're going to do drugs, let me tell you how to do them safely. Don't reuse needles. Under no circumstances mm-hmm. do you reuse needles. Do you use needles in- inappropriately? Like, yeah, you don't go find a diabetic needle and then jab it into you and, you know, do that. They are, in fact, needle kits. Just like uh, Miss Rebecca just said, you can buy them on the internet. They're not expensive. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> And they're usually longer, and you can you can absolutely tell your exact gauge and what you want to do with them. So you can buy like different gauges, mm-hmm. and by gauges I mean like thickness of the needle. Do you have anything Most to add for safety? Most common sizes yet? are oh, eighteen and twenty-two. Most common mm-hmm. sizes are eighteen and twenty-two gauge. So if you're looking for that, that's probably you know that's the most average sizes. Dundee likes the thick ones. Nope, nope. So I will nope out of this podcast. I will nope out of episode 100. I think about that. Jeff, I am trying. I am trying to keep him in here. <laughs> no, uh, the next thing you do is always disinfect. Uh, there is, anytime you reuse, anytime you're using uh, items that are going to go inside your body in a non, uh, non-hole, <laughs> we're going to make a new entryway for this item i.e. we're going to pierce it through your skin. You want to disinfect the area, keep yourself very clean, and do proper bandaging afterwards. Like, treat it like a wound. Treat it like any type of procedure. And by treating the area, we don't mean take a few shots of something. Yeah, that's not treating the area. (laughs) Honestly, alcohol wipes are your best friend. If you have this fetish, you know alcohol wipes are your absolute friend. Uh, Go buy a box of them. And clean the area with alcohol to kill anything so you're not jabbing yourself with bacteria. Or, or just splash a little yeah. Everclear on you, you know. Either, t- either way. Nope, don't do that. Mm-mm, don't <laughs> no. do that. That's very bad. There's a lot of... In- People do do that. And there are a lot of impurities in uh, imbibing alcohol that will make you horribly sick. Um, 
<laughs> Drinking alcohol is no sanitary device. Do not ever use it. <laughs> I don't know. We tried during the pandemic. We, we drank a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And honestly, really if you're going to be doing this type of place, <laughs> imbibing alcohol, highly do not recommend because it is a blood thinner and will cause excess amounts of blood. Not to mm-hmm. mention, people aren't the steadiest when you're drinking alcohol. And this is not something for shaky hands. This is not something that you mm-hmm. want to really be missing because, in fact, you can nick an artery. You can do serious damage to yourself. Yeah, especially this the, is the thinning something. blood aspect. So definitely don't don't drink. Don't drink. Yeah, don't drink. Uh, be very precise where you put your needles at because, again, you have arteries. That's why we say look it up. Look at a road map. Uh, be conscious of how deep you're st- sticking the needles in because... If you jab them in uh, directly into yourself, you can hit organ. You can hit veins and nerves that are not going to be pleasant. I was about to say, you, you mentioned arteries, pleasant. but you're making the veins feel vain because they weren't really mentioned here. I said artery veins, didn't I? I said arteries. Either way, be very <laughs> careful. Uh, and like I said, I, I say go nuts and have fun with this, but just do it safely. We don't want to see any of our listeners or anybody out there get injured needlessly this, that's not something we won't uh, we're not liable if you just go and jab a needle uh pulp fiction style into somebody's chest just gonna throw out that right now that's gonna mess you up don't do that um <laughs> no this is not the same kind of jabbing that you do in sounding where you do jab it inside mm. of you <laughs> nope uh but they do do a lot of uh piercings know what you're talking about like go out there of course we're talking about this fetish like we know about it we don't i couldn't tell you where to safely do needle play i've seen where i've seen it i've seen it in the genitals very subdermal though it's very uh thin-skinned um usually typically that way you avoid causing any permanent damage to your insides or long-term damage that would get your health of course there will always be scarring but definitely be be careful with all your tender bits because I mean just like you're getting pierced like say sometimes people get pierced in the nipples and there are times when they start to lose feeling in that afterwards I mean same things can happen with needles you know you trigger a nerve reaction and things can go numb so be careful Mm -hmm. you can absolutely do nerve damage I've actually seen that Um, so a personal story outside of this uh, I have a child and they're little and they have diabetes. So she gets uh, like what we call boost, but shots multiple times a day, like through the insulin and whatnot. And you can actually see where it's changed, where she is getting these injections at. Like mm-hmm. just kind of the damage that's, you know, it's not major damage, but you can tell over time. So. Be, be mindful of that. There, You can cause not physically harm yourself, but long-term changes to yourself. Yeah. Well, it's scarring. It's scar tissue, regardless of what you're... I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to... Po- even subdermally, like, it's still going to scar in some, you know, some aspect. So, um, there are a lot of groups, especially um, on FetLife, there are a lot of groups. I know that... Um, 
that are out there where you can get on the forums and learn how to do this. And I really, like John said, I please do not do this without doing your research. I am not saying don't do it. I am saying be safe, be smart, because this is some, this is one of those kinks and fetishes that could really injure someone and you need to do it with people you trust and people that know like they are sober and so because that's not fun (laughs) absolutely and we won't we want our audience to do this safely and you know talk to the people watch videos learn into it I think this is, you know, I I will say, I don't think anyone's going to discover this fetish. I think it's one of those things, this is one of those kinks where you know if you have it, and I think you you know it pretty early on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, you know, bondage you can stumble into later in life and go, oh, I kind of, I kind of dig this. I think, you know, it's very safe to say that you, you knew, you knew. You you can stumble into it, I think. If you accidentally stumble into a briar bush. Or a cactus, and say, instead of saying "ow," you say, "Oh, what's this?" You could stop. I know, yeah, but I, I, I feel like you've gotten a shot before. Then, if, if you've gone through your entire life without getting a uh, injection, one, you have not had the appropriate health care you need in your life. <laughs> get it, get it done. And two, it might not be for you, but that's okay. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm into this fetish for other people. They can have it all day long. Yeah, Jesus. even though I've got a bit of a tattoo, I, I'm not into that type of needle play for sure. Nope. Or my I've body had piercings. Isn't. I've had piercings. I have tattoos, and every situation, I'm like, I cannot look at you. I can acknowledge what is happening. Let's talk about something else, and I will just take the pain as if it were just pain, and not needle pain. And that's where I think this fetish really. That's how I like. You know, if you have this fetish. Because that is a very distinct pain, and you know that pain mm-hmm. is a very jabbing pain. Much like a violet wand. Very, very distinct. I, I don't know. I think that uh, the artistic aspect of it is is quite beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I I think just seeing how people like all the different art. Um, I I think that this is a fun kink it can be fun if uh, done safely so but i um i would rather be learn how to be the pokey than the poker you know i feel like that that's something mm-hmm. i'd like i enjoy learning <laughs> would you want to be a cat and stab somebody well i was that's gonna be my next question is would you guys participate in this either via the pokey or the poker i would be the poker for sure but not the pokey this is an audio podcast. You can't just shake your head. You have to actually <laughs> say words. Answer. No one can yes. see you but us. My, my wordless sure? motions are the best answer in this case. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. Audio, again, audio podcast. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they will just think I edited you out. I mean, that would be for the yeah. best. His answer is no. He was shaking his head no for for our <laughs> listening audience. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, All right. Well, that this, being said, I think we're a great hundredth episode. <laughs> It is absolutely a great hundredth episode. I can't believe on a hundred I am this uncomfortable. 
Um, that being said, I do have no judgment. I do love this kink for other people, and I love that people can get into this and have something very definitive yeah. and so creative. With I think it, it was I the, love that because it was the 100th episode that I, I felt like I was on pins and needles. That just done. No more. We're done. Oh, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. <laughs> no, we're done. This podcast is over. We're oh, we're, oh, we're, oh, we we're, are? Done. we're okay. shutting the doors. Right. Hundred episodes. We had a good run, y'all. Oh, Here we wait. go. Are Spinning you breaking up with me? I, I, all right. I need 50-50 of your stuff. Like I need fifty of the episodes. You can take fifty of the episodes. <laughs> Oh wow! Right. I love that. Be, I, it seems. I don't know the word. Remember this 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 week. Um, oh, this is something uh, that I think Shep came up with. Oh. Um, I'm I'm about to murder the word. If you guys are ready for it, uh, Nayatayamori. Nayotayamori. Nayotayamori. It is, and you guys have seen this on um, television, but it translates to body sushi. Oh. Eating food off of a body. And, of course, this is not the food fetish. This is something very much uh, different, and it has a lot of more different aspects. This is almost like an art form. Mm-hmm. So we're going one artistic to the next. And, yeah, Niato. <laughs> Shep, I'm going to need you to do your research on this and be able to pronounce it. <laughs> Next week is going to be a very Shep Effie episode because I am pushing all that research onto you because I do know you love sushi. And I, like I sushi have too, participated but... in this too, so yeah, I got it. You have been? Uh, okay, there you go. I have not. Sorry, doing research. But I like sushi. I, mean, I think the, 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 the most I have done is eating stuff I've dropped on myself. Yeah, and exactly. It up. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Just scraping uh, it off. There's chili. There's. There's chili on my belly. Let me look it off. Mm. <laughs> I, mine is always in between my boobs in the bra when you're like dropping things and like things are in between there. And you're like, oh, look, there's a. Right. Can you give <laughs> us a little more detail about that? You know what? Save it for episode 101. I can't believe it, y'all. We made it 100 episodes. Uh, audience, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, please. Share with your friends if you if if you bring up kink at any time and don't don't pretend you don't because we're listening to this podcast you know you've talked about it tell us about the tell them about this podcast tell them there's three wonderful people who talk about the kinks that you know and love and the ones you've never even heard of uh, spread the word help us grow every day um, that said my name is John uh, with me as always Miss Rebecca <laughs> and Mr. Shed. Until next time. I'm sorry, I have, I have no descriptions right now. I'm just needle, 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 needle. Um, good night, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs>